Osiris. Previously on Sugar Maple. Terrence Woodridge on the road to Atlanta. Doc died last week. Um, in a guitar case, I found an index card with another of her cryptic notes. On the other side of the index card was an Atlanta address for a Quinton Gladstone. I think he's the missing sixth owner of Sugar Maple. As the thread trees and approaches, the imperfections come too. Every time there was a disaster, thread tree was working. And I promise you, at the final song with the final player, I saw it all end. Disappeared! Gone. We almost crashed. Sugar Maple. A musical fiction podcast from Osiris Media. One guitar, one mystery, one story told in eight episodes. Episode six. Quentin Gladstone. Terrence Woodridge, December 4th, 1992, 4.03 p.m. Uh, Quentin was at that address. I have the interview. We're leaving Atlanta. Reba's driving in case I disappear again. Oh, man, I just noticed something crazy. Something crazier than disappearing? The magazine Doc gave me. Metal World. This article? Guess what Fiona Blitzkrieg is calling her new album? Diabolus in Musica. Just like in Doc's note. Yeah, listen to this. When I changed my guitar, it changed my outlook. This guitar's got songs in it. I think our new album will be a creative peak. Seven songs, each incorporating the dark scale. The more I learned about that scale, the more it blew my mind. It's got symmetry around its root, like it's perfectly balanced. The middle song will be the hinge. In that one, I'm using a tritone what the Druids called the Devil's Chord. People got thrown out of churches for playing it, which is rad. She's going to play devil songs on Sugar Maple? After what happened to Quentin, that seems like a bad idea. What happened to Quentin? I've got the tape, you wanna hear? It'll keep your eyes open. Go, but it's bullshit I have to drive because you might disappear. Listen, what I'm about to tell you, it's hard to talk about. It started seven years ago, when I was in a real bad place. Bad place? Yeah, man. End of the road. D-O-N-E. Done. When I was 12, my parents divorced and my house basically blew up on me. Nowhere felt like home after that. A kid needs that. A place. To make sense of things. I just never fit anywhere. By 18, I didn't have any place, for real. My parents both left out who knows where. I was sleeping on the streets most nights. I finally got relief where I never expected it. The Samara Street Church of Christ, 
I came for free spaghetti dinner, but stayed for Reverend Solomon Randolph. Brothers and sisters, we have for too long lived in a system that keeps the downtrodden down and trodden. To live in such a system is to know robbery, not just loss of possession, but a soul suppression. Not just robbed of wealth, but robbed of self. We've been cut down by the unjust. I'm here to tell you our story is a story of people taken who took themselves back. Our shepherd doesn't stay with the flocks of the found. Ours seeks the lost, and he tells us that we shall do greater things. There is one path to get yourself back, and that path is his path. If you're here and you're lost, you can learn to seek the lost, to find even yourself. And not one of us can walk that path alone. Only we can walk that path together. We can't walk it without you. If we don't have you, there is no us. If we don't have you, fell straight to the floor. This preacher knocked something out of me I didn't even know I had. His truth hit me like a sledgehammer. When the reverend was through, I was soaked. He stayed afterward to greet the parishioners. He got to me, and it all just came out. Reverend, that was amazing. You hit me deep down. I've never experienced anything like that. Achoo! Bless you, young man. <laughs> and thank you. What's your name? Quentin, sir. Gladstone. Well, Quentin, sir, Gladstone. I hope we see you around here more. All are welcome here, you know. Yes, sir. Every Sunday. I'd never been to church. But I lived up to my promise. Every Sunday. For the next ten months. It really was a place I could belong. The brothers and sisters took me in and fed me, found me a place to stay, got me clothes, and my allergy pills. Along the way, every Sunday, steadily becoming more days, until I was volunteering there almost every day. I was there at the annual membership meeting when the Reverend dropped his big idea. Folks, we're going to try something we haven't done before. Something big. Reckless for Jesus. We'll get bigger than these walls to get that spirit going. Energy you only get from a big crowd. We'll do it like Azusa. What's Azusa? A street revival about 80 years ago. 
It was huge. They went around the clock. We'll get people to line the streets so big they send reporters. You've heard me say time and again that we have to get to the promised land across that Jordan River. All of us. That's how we do it. Now, I'm looking to you to make our revival sing. Reverend, speaking of singing, since Gus Johnson passed, we'll need someone new to lead our worship and song at this revival. Thank you, Brother Jenkins. Then we should listen to the Spirit of the Lord. There's a person in this room the Lord is calling who has a heart for community, a person among us who is ready to be the most them they can be, to help us be as much us as we can. This person will lead our worship in song. If you are that person, please stand. I didn't even realize I'd stood up until I saw him point at me. Brother Quentin. I, uh, yes, sir. Lied to. Hmm. Bless you and praise be. Reverend Randolph. Yes, Brother Jenkins. Perhaps we should ask young Brother Quentin whether he's led a choir before. Especially when he hasn't even heard of Azusa. This is not a job interview. It's a calling. The Lord will show the way. Truth was, I didn't know the first thing about leading a choir. Or music. But I felt like I was supposed to do it. (coughs) Brother Quentin, I'll show you the church music library. There you'll find the songs the Reverend approves of. I went through that collection, all choral music. I just didn't feel any of it. Man, I stressed. How the heck was I gonna lead a choir for the Reverend? Then I found this tape and popped it in the boombox. I nearly fell out. Felt like a whole other dimension to me. I ran to the front desk where that sweet Lady Mary Collis sat. Sister Mary, listen to this. I found it in the library. You know what this is? You've never heard that? That song made gospel music. Wonder how that got in there. You know how the Reverend feels about music with instruments. There shouldn't be anything that gets in the way of the human voice, he says. It's not too. Bless you. Incredible. Just don't play it in earshot of the Reverend. He spoke to the winds and the waves. The rest of that day, everything spun in circles in my mind. I had to make that incredible feeling happen somehow. But how do I convince the Reverend to allow instruments? My head was killing me. I couldn't stop sneezing. That night, I went to get a refill on my allergy pills. I almost made it to the pharmacy. When I found myself drawn toward this consignment shop, like a moth to a streetlight. How can I serve you, young man? Any chance you fill prescriptions? Only unexpected ones. (laughs) Tell me your trouble. I can't... Not you! Stop sneezing. No, your real problems. Only real ones solved at Lucy Blue's. Sneezy. Are you Lucy Blue? (laughs) As much as I'm not. What's the ruckus, Buckus? Real problems. I need to pull together a gospel band, and I don't play an instrument or sing. 
I don't even have any other players. Any recommendations? I recommend you quit. I can't quit. I need an instrument. I have to lead this band. Well, I'm afraid I don't have an organ. An organ? What is a gospel band without an organ? Know anyone who might have one? I might, but I have something better. This one almost plays itself. The moment I saw it, it sang to me. I knew this was it. I couldn't let myself worry what Reverend Randolph would think. I needed it. It's beautiful. This wood, these, these branches. I see roots. And it sounds like that's what you're after. Roots. The thing about her, though, is the sound. Something special there. How much you want? Nothing. She's yours. <laughs> Been waiting for you. I wouldn't feel right walking out of here without paying. Oh, you'll pay. Don't worry about that. Things work differently here, Lupo. The name's Quentin. Take her home. Play her. We can decide what she's worth later. Doc was right after all. Quentin was the sixth owner. He must have played the sixth song. In a way, it was never recorded. Terrence, things can exist even if they're not recorded. The point is, that definitely makes Fiona the seventh owner. And Doc claimed the final song is when the world ends. Look at you. Now you're the true believer. Terrence, you just disappeared. Something abnormal's happening. <laughs> Great. I'm living in a movie, and turns out it's the seventh seal. More like the seventh song. Bad things happen when these songs are played. Doc called them almost disasters. Which eventually become actual disasters. Has a song ever made something good happen? We self-defined ornates. If something happened, maybe it was good. What day did she record Sugarfly Soul? I've got all my tapes here. I could look it up. Do it. I'm driving us to Detroit. Detroit? Why? Libraries keep archives. If something happened in Detroit that day, we need to find it. Hmm. Maybe we're looking in the wrong... What was that? I, I didn't... Uh, Terrence! Terrence! Ugh! Great. Mm, your ass better come back. I'm not researching by myself! purpose washed over me once I had Sugar Maple. I knew I had to convince the Reverend. It's just, he had very particular ideas about choirs and instruments. But this was like I was plugged into something higher. If he could just see that. Reverend Randolph, can I have a moment? Of course, Quentin. I know what the revival needs. Tell me, son. You know how we always have choirs and no band? <laughs> I'm well aware. Well, yesterday, 
In the library, I found an old gospel tape. The only one in there with instruments. I felt this power. This harmony. We've got to have a band. Quentin, you know that's not our way. I know, Reverend, but... Christ's church is a human church just as he is a human god. We honor him with human voices. Alone. I can't explain it. I just know if you want this revival to be Azusa Big, we need a band. (laughs) Well, now, son, listen. When I say I wanted it like Azusa, perhaps I spoke in haste. They got some things right, the universal human togetherness, but we will honor the human voice. That means no band, like others do, or speaking in tongues like some did at Azusa. I'll only honor the human voice, I swear. You have no idea how disappointed I would be, Quentin, if your inclusion of instruments were to somehow pervert that purity. I'll understand if you don't want me for this. I just... I see myself up there with a band. I feel it. Like, that's what I'm here to do. If I can't do this, I can't be me. Then how could I help us become us? Hmm. Surely we must have faith in those who are called. Let's give it a try. I can see how much this means to you. Thank you, Reverend. I won't let you down. I know you won't. But, Quentin, I need your best that day. Everything I've got. Man, I was shaking like a leaf in a storm after that. I didn't even have a band. Didn't even play guitar. I barely knew where to begin when I finally sat down with Sugar Maple. What the... You know how when you have allergies, it's just one sneeze after another. They just take over. The notes somehow came like that. Things started to feel clear, like I'd opened up to all things in all moments. It felt as big as infinity and as loud as the Big Bang. afternoon. You're Quentin, right? Uh, depends. Name's Nick Beasley. I hear you need an organist. How'd you... Lucy Blue sent me. Said you're starting a gospel band. You need players. That's me. How about I grab my keyboard, you grab your guitar, we go out back and jam. Okay. Uh, I'm not that good. Sounded pretty tight through the door. 
I'll meet you out back. So that's what I promised the Reverend. I don't even know how to lead a band. Just because the river looks like an ocean don't mean you can't cross it. I'll get you there. Thing is, the Reverend is particular. They're working so hard. Tents, flyers, food, everything. We gotta get this right. Don't worry. We just need good players. Yes, but it's not just the players. There can't be any blasphemy. (laughs) I'm not kidding. Just call me your guardian angel. So how about we play? Take it easy on me. begins to form around us. Some even bought instruments. It felt like one and one made three. Like we were all limbs of an organism. Connected. It went on like this for what? An hour? Two? Out of your fears, boy. We're gonna do this. Wait until we get our players. <laughs> These are our players. When you play, whoever joins, that's your pack. Introduce yourself, Quentin. Say what's up to your Lupos. I could hardly sleep that night. My mind raced. All those people around us as we jammed. How did I play guitar like that? sound great. You really do. But we gotta get that magic. When the harmony locks up, when one and one make three, and it's like you're connecting with something bigger than you. Everybody's gotta feel that. Reverend. Morning, Quentin. Everyone. I must say, I'm impressed that you've pulled this together in just a few weeks. Honestly, the credit goes to Nick here. He found the players. We just played outside, Reverend. They joined. So go to the street corners 
and invite to the banquet anyone you find. <laughs> Reverend, I've got a good feeling. Like there's a power out there that wants it to be. If the Lord is willing, I say hallelujah. Quentin, a word aside? Of course. Son, I see your good work here. And my heart rejoices that you recruited from outside our institution. After all, what is our purpose but to expand this good word we've received and bring everyone to the other side of the Jordan? But take caution. Please make sure they understand what we're about and what we aren't. I promise, Reverend Randolph. Hmm. All right, then. Well, keep up the great work, y'all. I've got to get back to it. Okay, everyone, from the top. Someday soon we're gonna hear that chorus. Someday, someday, angels suddenly and some before us. Someday soon we'll sing along. We won't hear it till the heavens open. She won't hear it till that day my heart will keep on. We gotta play that tomorrow. That's gonna kill. That night, I had a dream. In the dream, I could play. And things got intense. Suddenly, I saw this huge tree. And this woman playing my guitar. Then everything went blue and still. 
Hello? Brother Quentin. Brother Jenkins? What? I'm sorry to wake you up, but it's urgent. We need your help at the church. What's wrong? The storms pulled up the tent and ripped our whole setup apart. Can you come? Storm? But it was so nice. Man, look outside. Just come, please, before we lose everything. I'll be right there. I was so confused. Why was I holding my guitar? And why was there a sixth branch on it? Oh, thank God. Holy shit, Terrence, I was worried. That's the third time. At least we're in a library and not a moving car. You need to knock that off. Like I have a say. Hill again? Yes. Something I noticed this time. From the other side of the hill, I heard screaming. Screaming? Who was screaming? I didn't see anyone. It was this huge wave of screams. You didn't notice this before? I wasn't expecting to be there. I may have missed details. So, what did I miss? A ton. You were gone seven hours. What? Anything to get out of research, huh? And after I did all the driving. I was only on the hill a few seconds. Look at the clock. That's impossible. Impossible. Terrence, you vanished. Poof. Anyway, listen. Turns out, the exact time Ornate recorded Sugarfly Soul, a giant meteor almost hit Earth. In fact, astronomers insist there's no way it couldn't have hit. They couldn't comprehend how it missed. And by their calculations, it should have hit right around the eastern part of Michigan. Whoa. Hitsville indeed. But there was no disaster. No disaster. Just an almost disaster. In fact, an almost extinction disaster. Look at the trend. These disasters are getting worse. Bobby's earthquake barely registered. Louis's tornado damaged a city street. Doc's tidal wave was blunted by the bayou, but was still pretty bad. Belinda's fire in Tennessee burned up half the state. And Quinton's storm? I looked it up while you were gone. The power was out across the southeastern seaboard for weeks. Terrence, what can Doc's thread tree do? Some real dark things. Man, this story keeps getting better. You have some kind of disaster fetish I didn't know about. I mean, the disasters aren't great, but they raise great questions. I think the one Doc would probably ask is, what does the thread tree want to do? She said it had been cut down and was dying. Maybe it wants... Revenge? And Fiona Blitzkrieg's going to use sugar maple to play... Diabolus in Musica. I've got a warner. I'll start calling. Well, Reverend, it's salvaged. Good thing we have a generator. Nobody else has power. I guess this will be more of a relief effort than a revival. I see opportunity. Those who came to hear Jesus came hungry, and they left fed. If people need, we can come. We'll have to restake a couple of the tents. One of them is just gone. Somewhere in Oz by now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the ground's probably too wet for chairs. And I'm worried about that new lake behind the stage. Your band better be real careful with those power cords. And minor cords. <laughs> uh, we're still gonna play. All the more in times of trial as in times of joy. Go ahead, son. You steered this ship? 
Now bring it in. You've honored your faith in yourself. Remember to always honor the human in our voices. That dream still had a hold of me. You know how dreams can do that? I worried it might be a bad omen. It was too late and too big a deal to pull out now. The Reverend would never understand. But that feeling walked with me right to the stage. It's such a miracle to see so many new faces. I see these clouds, but still more faces come. Blessings to you. As I spoke to you earlier about Joshua and the Jordan River, I asked each of you to be a stone of guards to dry up the river until everyone has crossed. That is why we are here today. Now, I'd like to introduce a special young man who I've seen become one of our biggest stepping stones. Quentin Gladstone. Quentin, I'm proud of you, son. You helped me see when I was blind. So, let's get to it. Here's Quentin Gladstone and the Samara Street Band. Good morning, everyone. I hope we can help you feel it today. This first song's called The Forest. sneeze. You know that tickle. Something imminent you can't stop. It was like that, but in my spirit. I spoke in tongues. Why the hell did I do that? It messed up everything. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, um, please, everyone, please take take your seats. We'll, we'll, we'll be back soon. Please, just, just calm down. I left and never looked back. No way I could take seeing the disappointment in his eyes. 
I'd ruined what he had put so much heart and soul into. That was the worst day of my life. I lost my people. I lost my home. I lost the only man who made me feel like I belonged. All because of that guitar. I almost threw it off the Jackson Street Bridge. Next morning, I took it back to where it came from. Well, well, the guitar player. How'd it go, young man? I don't want to talk about it. I just want to give you the guitar back. So, are you ready to pay up? Pay? I've already paid. Everyone pays. <laughs> well, I paid everything. That's what everyone pays. Let's take a look. Some singe marks around the output jack that weren't there before. Ah, now there are six roots. You found your song. It ruined my life. A song can have strange powers. We're close to the end. Whatever, I'm gone. Suit yourself. But know this, young man, it won't go away. It always was and always will be. Unless... Any luck? Just like every other time I try, Fiona Blitzkrieg is a star. I'm nobody. People who work for her have people who work for them, and I can't even get those people on the phone. We've got to get to her soon. I picked up today's London Times. Look here, entertainment section. Fiona Blitzkrieg will play her comeback show at the historic Marquee in London on New Year's Eve. And debut her new songs? Yeah, the dark scale songs. Terrence, think of what we found out. Think about what's happened to us, to, to you, and Quentin. What do you think happened to him on that stage? I think Doc's tree, infused in my dad's guitar, sent a message through Quentin. Or a threat? Is that crazy? Yes. Now look at the paper. I flagged it. London Tremors, not believed precursors, claimed seismologists. Tremors! In London! They've been coming for the last several weeks. Nobody knows why. Quentin said, death shall come as final notes fall. Hmm. It's like Doc's poem. The final note. The final song. Which draws the final deal. You've got to stop Fiona from playing that song on Sugar Maple. Whatever it takes. You've got to go to London. Oh, they tell me of a home far beyond the skies. Yes, they tell me of a home far away. Oh, they tell me of a home when no storm and clouds rise. Singing, oh, they tell me of an uncloudy day. Good God, y'all say, yeah, yeah. Mm, singing, oh, they tell me of a home where my friends have gone. Yes, they tell me of a home I land far away. The trees eternal, they bloom over them, and it shares its 
fragrance through the uncloudy day. So I'm singing over that land of a cloudless day. Sugar Maple is presented by Osiris Media. Be sure to listen to Singing on the Mountain from the Sugar Maple soundtrack wherever you listen to music. To check out the limited edition poster for this episode, visit sugarmapleart.com. And for a limited NFT release of episode and series art, visit sugarmaplenft.com. If you like what you hear, please give us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Sugar Maple Episode 6 stars Fred Savage as Terrence Woodridge, Kylie Etling as Reba, Stephen St. Felix as Quentin Gladstone, Ademide Akintio as Reverend Solomon, Theodore Sapp as Nick Beasley, Nyla Williams as Sister Mary, Michelle Hurst as Lucy Blue, and Jamil Littles as Anthony. The executive producers of Sugar Maple are Tom Marshall and RJB. The show was produced, edited, sound designed, mixed, and mastered by Brad Stratton. Story by Ben Colmery, A.R. Moxon, and Tom Marshall. Episode 6, written by Ben Colmery and A.R. Moxon. Directed by James Massiovecchio. Musical direction by Don Hart. Uncloudy Day and additional music scoring by David Sales. Assistant editor and producer Tom Sullivan. Art by Mark Dowd. Production assistance by Zach Brogan and Christina Collins. Social media director Nick Sejas. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Sugar Maple. And remember, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. Osiris. Oh,